0: Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. Today's passage is Luke 12, 35 through 59. As we've been reading through the Gospel of Luke, we've stolen a line from Sam Cooke to describe one of the themes, and that is, a change is going to come. Uh, To speak more biblically, uh, really, it's a kingdom is coming. Uh, The kingdom of Christ is coming and we need to live in light of that reality. Live like the kingdom is coming. Um, Live like Jesus is coming back. And the problem is it doesn't always feel like the kingdom is coming. It doesn't always feel like a change is going to come. Often in this world, it feels like things will just keep going on And even uh, when you look out of the world, it just feels like things will just get worse and worse. And the Bible warns us, Jesus warns us against losing a sense of urgency. He, he warns us um, against uh, losing a sense of readiness because Jesus is coming and we don't know when. We need to be Ready. And that's gonna be the theme of today's. And we're gonna see two implications that Jesus specifically highlights of what that readiness looks like. And then we'll also see a broader implication and maybe a wake-up call for some of you, even listening today. It starts in verse 35 with Jesus saying, Stay ready for house had known what hour the thief was coming, he would not have left his house to be broken into. You also must be ready for the son of man is coming at an hour you do not expect. So here in the parable, uh, he, he tells a parable kind of two different illustrations here. One are the servants waiting for their master and how they need to be ready at any moment because they don't know when he is coming back. Um, and then he uses the illustration of the thief. If you knew what hour the thief was coming, you wouldn't have left your home unattended. But the point is, you don't know when the thief is coming. You don't know when the master is coming. So you need to always stay Ready, And that is the challenge, Uh, because as we'll see eventually in 2 Peter 3, the scoffers will come and even our own flesh will start to get lulled into this mindset of, I've lived my whole life, Uh, Jesus hasn't come back yet. Uh, it's been a long time since he was here, you know, maybe the odds aren't too good that he's actually going to come back in my lifetime. And that can have a very negative effect on your spiritual life. Jesus says, stay dressed for action and keep your lamps burning. Be always ready. Um, And then he gives us some, I think, specific things. Um, he says in verse 42, who then is the faithful and wise manager whom his master will set over his household to give them their portion of food at the proper time. That's another amazing thing about that illustration of the master it says when he gets home and finds his servants being faithful, he's actually going to serve them. Uh, that's an amazing thing promise. Um, But look at some of the specific things it warns us about in verse 45. But if that servant says to himself, my master is delayed in coming and begins to beat the male and female servants and to eat and drink and get drunk, the master of that servant will come on a day when he does not expect him. And at an hour, he does not know and will cut him in pieces and put him with the unfaithful. So here is a serious warning. And I think even when it says put with the unfaithful, a warning that exposes some people aren't even really Christians. And there's two things that I would highlight that Everyone needs to be on guard against. And the first is he warns them about mistreating others. Mistreating others beat the male and female servants. That's one of the ways we can lose our urgency as we start to get selfish and we start to get inconsiderate and unloving towards the other servants of Christ. And that's where I think we should note, even throughout the New Testament, that that's one of the things Jesus highlights in moments where he is warning people to um, be ready. Think of 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 7. The end of all things is at hand, it says. Therefore, be self-controlled and sober-minded for the sake of your prayers. Above all, keep loving one another earnestly, since love covers a multitude of of sins. Uh, See how love is emphasized there. And here we see kind of the reverse of that. A lack of love, a mistreatment of others is something we really need to be on guard against. And just think about it. When you're tempted to grow impatient, let's just imagine a family with young kids on a car ride, on a vacation, on a long road trip. Well, when the kids start to be are we there yet? Are we there yet? When they're getting impatient that it's taking too long to uh, reach the destination, in those moments and in those attitudes, do they tend to do great getting along with their siblings in the backseat of the car? Or is that actually when trouble seems to arise more? Well, any of you that have spent Any amount of time around little children, know that 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 is when problems are more likely to arise. The same is true for Christians. As we get impatient, That's when there will be more likely problems to arise in our relationships with others. And that's where we need to note all of the New Testament's teaching to be humble, to be patient, to be gentle, to bear with one another, and to forgive one another. And don't let yourself start to slide away from those things because Jesus is telling you to stay ready. Uh, The other thing that he warns us about, I think you could sum up uh, really with worldliness. He talks about to eat and drink and get drunk. And that just brings to my mind the warning of of those who say there is no resurrection. Let us eat and drink for tomorrow we die. Um, And that's where I think the mindset is I'm just living like this world is all that there is, is is what's really being expressed there. And, And again, notice there the contrast, um, with first Peter as well, where it says the end of all things is at hand, therefore be self-controlled and sober minded. Well, especially when it's warning us against drunkenness, that is the opposite of self-control and and sober mindedness. That is, I'm literally intoxicated and I probably have much less self-control. And that's where we need to get uh, caught up, beware of getting caught up in the things of this world. If your life is all about eating and drinking Watch out. Um, if your life is all about some hobby or some pursuit or some earthly thing, uh, watch out. We need to not get weighed down by the cares of this world. And even notice here, it highlights the danger of drunkenness in that I'm frustrated with the world, so I'm going to dole that pain with alcohol. I think that is something that the Bible would repeatedly warn us against the dangers. Uh, that can come with that. So stay ready for the return of Christ. And in particular, watch out for being tempted to mistreat other people and being tempted to just slide into worldly ways of living. These are things that Jesus is warning us against and the warning i think gets more serious towards the end of the passage when he talks about interpreting the time and he talks about how he can they can see the weather and i don't think he's even necessarily here speaking of something in the distant future because he says you hypocrites you know how to interpret the appearance of earth and sky but why do you not know how to interpret interpret the present time. So he's talking about something, I think, more in, in in the present, something more immediate. And he says, and why do you not judge for yourselves what is right? As you go with your accuser before the magistrate, make an effort to settle with him on the way, lest he drag you to the judge and the judge hand you over to the officer and the officer put you in prison. I tell you, you will never get out until you have paid the last penny. Well, that on one level makes us think even of well, I shouldn't be mistreating others. If I've got problems with other people, I should try to do what I can to make those right. And and that's certainly true. But here, I think Jesus is even speaking of a greater reality. I think he is speaking of an ultimate judge and, and saying, Hey, you better get your account settled. Look around you. I mean, Jesus, the Messiah, the son of God is there in the flesh. And he's saying, look at the time. It's time to get right with God. It's time to make sure that you are ready to stand before the judge. And that's the warning I want to leave all of you with today. You need to make sure that you are ready to stand before the judge because that's another thing that you don't know when that will happen, even just because of the uncertainty of your own death. This could be your last day on planet Earth earth. This could be the last day before you have to stand before the judge. Are you ready? And if you're putting that off, that is foolish. That is a dangerous game. Settle your accounts today. And that's where, what does that look like? That's where the whole of scripture is so incredibly clear. Uh, you cannot settle your accounts today on your own strength or your own willpower or with your own works, the way to settle your account is that Jesus Christ has paid the debt. Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins. And now he is calling you to repent and believe, to turn from your sin and to put your trust in Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord. And if that's something you're putting off, or maybe it's something where you know other people would say, oh yeah, I think you're, he's a Christian, and you would even claim to be a Christian, but in your heart, you know there is something not right. In your heart, you know there is still sin that you are holding on to. Settle your accounts today through the grace of Jesus Christ as you turn to God in repentance and faith. Be ready. Jesus is coming back. The judge is coming. Are you ready to face him? Thanks for digging into God's Word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out revivalfromthebible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church, Treasure Valley, go to compassbible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who you. Are now.